Everybody, it's Jack Mitchell again, SBO Perspectives, here for another action pack week. I call it action pack because, I mean, this is now the 13th episode, and each week is always something new, something exciting for uh, all the listeners out there to just gain another perspective of being an SBO. And, um, you know, with this week, I can say this woman, and then keeping it light to Women's History Month, um, is another titan. I mean, she, um, believe it or not, she and I were in the same um, SBO Academy years back. I can't even remember how long now, but, you know, she is a wonderful person, uh, great, great expertise, uh, knowledgeable, been in finance for quite some time, been at SBO since 2010, has an MBA. Um, you know, she's also um, an, an ASBO government committee. She, you know, she does a thing there. She definitely represents um, was also uh, near class board. Um, and I mean, she's representing the, the Hudson Valley. So as I move around the state, I'm glad I got this area to cover for the folks. So having said all that, I want to introduce now the one and only Sharifa Carbon. Hey, Sharifa, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? I'm so good because I'm glad you came on. I really appreciate you taking the time and have you on. And I'm, I'm excited for um, what we're going to talk about today. Um, I'm thrilled to be talking with you. Nice. So how you been? Everything's been good for you? Everything has been good. Everything is, the family's doing well. Um, nice. You know, good the school district, we're doing what we can to get the kids back. All is well. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So I'm going to tell this is out there. So what what I had alluded to from my last podcast, and it just it just happened. It was organic. Um, it was mentioned about work-life balance. And that is crucial for us. We have really demanding jobs. We have deadlines, we have reports, uh, we deal with a lot of, you know, the public, the, the face, or the business office. Um, the work-life balance is important, and, and I know you have a family, as myself, and it's very, very important to get that balance because, you know, you don't want to burn out one way or the other, and um, like I said, the demands of our job is very challenging. So that's our topic for this week. Um, I, I want to start off with my first question because I understand you know, like you are the, probably the master at this. Um, how crucial do you think it is to really maintain a work-life balance as an SBL? That's a great question and it is absolutely critical. And no matter what your family status is, so in my family, um, I have a five-year-old, mm. I have a bonus baby um, <laughs> who's college age and and I'm married, so it's a different balance than when I first started down this path. Because when I first started down this path in terms of getting certified and getting into um, the school business field, mm. I found out about the SDBO program at CW Post literally a month before we got married. Wow. Um, so then within that time, we got married in the end of May, and by July, I was embarking on the program. So that balance was still necessary but it's different than now and my husband's always been very supportive but you still have to find balance and you have to find balance to take care of you so mm -hmm. you can't take care of spouse or children if you don't take care of yourself and it's mm -hmm. hard with life being so busy but to your point especially in this field um it's hard not to and actually when i first got certified i purposely didn't look for uh the actual top 
position, an assistant soup for business position initially because I knew I wanted to start a family. Okay. And I didn't believe that I could be the mother that I wanted to be. And commit the, that the time. Assist, yeah. yeah, in the assistant superintendent position, especially coming from being trained in Long Island. Yeah, I forgot you, Long Island. Yeah. There, <laughs> I was. Um, actually, that's where I got my certification. And then mm-hmm. my first job was in northern Westchester County. Yep. Um, and then just watching colleagues and things like that, I didn't think it was possible. So okay. I held off um, on looking for the, the number one spot for a while. And then finally just came to a point. Ironically, I um, I started my first actual top position at right after coming back from maternity leave. Mm. So mm-hmm. ironic that I held out because I didn't think it would work and that's when I started. But the key, and I think we're gonna talk about this a little bit later, is the right the right job. But work life balance to answer your question, it's critical. And it's critical in any job, but especially mm-hmm. to your point, this job. Because even looking at this year in the pandemic, the world was shut down, but oh, school yeah. business offices, school operations were still grinding. We're still on, and yeah. we, were, we were grinding away and having to pivot mm-hmm. and you know, and in supporting the people, the boots on the ground, the food service staff who had still had to, to oh, create yeah. meals, those who were delivering meals, yep. the people who still, the actual business office that still had to, to function, those operations still had to go. Mm-hmm. AP, so yep. mm-hmm. to your point, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't stop and you would think oh it's a school and people forget when they think school, no. it's always the from no. the instructional end. And that's not no. our life. You gotta pay the bills, AP, you gotta pay the people, payroll. You got human resources. You got it. Still is function. So I hear you. Um, and so you, and that's important that like you saying how crucial it is. So I'm curious now, like as far as what steps have you, you know, have you taken? I guess to create that balance in your life. You, you know, you mentioned the importance of it, but now what what are you doing to to get that balance? The timing of this conversation is so um, interesting because oh, yeah? I literally just started. Um, around a second round of working with a life coach for that particular wow. that specific purpose because in addition to being a wife and a mother mm-hmm. um and and the business official there are other things that i am meant to do and interested in doing but nothing can come at the expense of of my family um at my previous district they laughed at me because about three years ago yeah imani was about to turn two mm-hmm. we were at an admin retreat and we were doing a round table and the superintendent was asking all of us to talk about our biggest um, achievements for the year. Okay. So I told them, I said, well, listen, my biggest achievement was making sure that my child was potty trained um, before, <laughs> she, before her second birthday. I said, because I would have had to leave y'all and leave this job if my child was not potty trained because she was already behind wow. schedule as far as I'm concerned. Because most of the kids in my immediate family, we, we, we potty trained early. So in yep. my brain, and I had tried, I had taken a week's vacation months earlier mm-hmm. To, to attempt it, it didn't work. And her doctor was like, "She's not ready. She's not ready." And I wasn't hearing the doctor. Like, you don't understand how we roll. <laughs> this is so. Then we 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 went at it I again a few it. months later, and she was ready, and it kicked in so okay. quickly. So the doctor was right. I just wasn't feeling her. But my uh-huh. point to my team was: listen, if my if my kid was not where I thought she needed to be, we just have Correct. to say bye bye, and I have to find something else to do with this mm. this degree. No, I hear you. Well, listen, I, that that is a great story. I'm glad for sharing that, and that makes. That that makes you just wonder. I mean, like that is so special. But that's what it was for you, right? And so that's why, you know, when we having this conversation here and other things here, it's it's not a like a um a cut and dry approach to work life balance. It's it's really how you internalize it. And that life coaching, that's very interesting. I, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that too. Uh, I may look at that myself. But 
Wow. I mean, you know, you got to get potty trained. Otherwise, you can't you can't leave with anybody. <laughs> you know? But even even now to that to, to that point, like where we are right now, right now, mm-hmm. I just changed my work schedule literally just this past week that I went from working remotely one day a week mm-hmm. um, because my daughter, like so many other kids, yep. she's on a hybrid schedule where she's in person two days mm-hmm. and um, remote three days. And okay. my husband. He's, he works from home, but he has the type of job where they're tied to the computer. But he, um, you know, he was working it in, all, again, being supportive of my responsibilities. Because yeah. until last month, I was the COVID compliance officer for my district as well. So that mm. was another layer that was a nightmare. Wow. But I that one day a week wasn't enough. So literally last week, I started doing um, two days okay. remotely um, instead of just the one. Because my daughter needed me home mm-hmm. more and that different that different time and i'm at a supportive district you know where that works oh yeah but to the life coaching point um i needed life coaching because it it wasn't just about balancing currently what i have it's i'm also a minister i'm also um one who is looking to start some entrepreneurial um activities Mm -hmm. so by the time you add have those layers coming into what i what we're talking about what you already knew it was like how do i move forward with with these other things when I get, I have to balance these and I, it's just, it's all I could do. So I was, mm. I was juggling the best I could what I had, but there was others. So now just working with wow. a life coach, shout out to Doc J who was phenomenal, mm-hmm. just unpacking all of it and wow. helping me th- think things through differently and navigate it. And it's awesome working with her because mm-hmm. she has a school administration background. She's not an SBO. She's a retired um, building administrator in New York City. So she mm-hmm. definitely gets the chaos of you uh, know our career path. So having, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So having that uh-huh. in place, but that's something I started our initial uh, round of sessions last fall mm-hmm. or maybe last summer and uh, took a break for a while. And that literally just restarted because I recognized that in order for me to a navigate where I am now in mm-hmm. the midst of this pandemic, and and take care of myself and my family, but also fulfill my responsibilities at my job. I needed, I needed the help with the juggle, but then also I needed forward movement in my life. So um, to maintain the forward movement in my life, because I'm one of those greedy people. I want to do all, have all, <laughs> like be all. Okay. <laughs> that I'm supposed Never to be. Wrong with that. All right. So to do all that, though, I recognize wow. I needed some assistance with the juggle. So that's what working with the life wow. coach. And to your point about the balance, that's one of the things that we absolutely have been focusing on. Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow. Thanks. I mean, I, I'm learning so much. And this is every week, even with you right now. You know, I know you about maybe eight or nine years. And like, I can tell you that some of the stuff I didn't even know you do. And I mean, it's amazing. But you but you really heart broke down that importance and, and, and getting that balance and having that coach. So so that's good. So now switching gears a little bit here, I, I kind of want to see, you know, from what you might do for your staff, you know. So, um, you know, I'm thinking... We have our work-life balances too, but we got to make sure others are taken care of, especially exactly. in, our, in, in our business office. So, yes. in what ways do you do you assist your your own staff? I guess in providing flexibility to help maintain. Well, actually, you know what? Two things here: maybe maintain their job satisfaction because right now it's hard. Maybe in COVID, you know, people might be depressed, and also like how, how do you gauge you know the strategies that you're doing to make sure. That, that they get that flexibility because I mean, like you got the flexibility, and I could tell you myself. Um, in in the fall, to my kids a hybrid, you know, I'm splitting time, you know, so I'm doing two days with the kids, and then you know I see you doing two days too now, but you still have a staff too. So speak to me a little about that. Like, well, what are you doing there? Um, that's a great question too. 
one thing I do across the board is with this pandemic, um, I've been pushing our EAP employee assistance program like nobody's business. Okay. So every opportunity. So I've, I've taken time to be more mindful about sharing the information that comes out, those newsletters and things that come out. I did a relaunch um, last year of EAP reintroducing the program to all staff in the district so that they were aware of the program, make sure they understood that it's not just drug counseling or um, something like that, that there's so many things that it offers. So that was just across the board. Mm -hmm. But also, um, to your point about how do I gauge, it's been interesting because I'm new. The district that I'm at, I just started there February of 2020. So I was there six weeks before everything shut down. Oh, wow. So I'm getting to know my, we're getting to know each other, but in terms of supporting, because that was critical to me. Mm -hmm. This is what I did. Um, Once, once COVID actually hit um, the state around, it had to be like the last week of February, I started working with my IT director to find out what I need to do to be able to set up remote operations for our business office staff. Because no, I didn't know, like, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen with this and we didn't know it was going to be what it is now, obviously, but I just wanted to be prepared because it, it wasn't looking good. So definitely by at least three weeks before everything shut down, mm-hmm. I had literally started the process to make sure that we had devices, we had our accounting system. And the reason That's why good. I say that to you is to, to give them protection and options. Mm-hmm. Because when if I'm able, one thing I understood clearly was if I could present to the interim, and at the time we also had an interim superintendent, if I could present to the interim superintendent and the board and whoever else needed to know, like I have this covered, then I could best support my staff by giving them flexibility. So if, if they can work remotely, I don't have to worry about somebody trying to make them come into an office where it might be dangerous to do certain things. Now, obviously, as you know, not everything can be done remotely, but at least having right. that in place was the first yeah. was the first thing. And it made them sure. feel better to watch me put those things in place and then mm. to understand that and to be able to see not just trust yes. the new girl who walked in the door, yep. but see that I was doing what I could to both protect them and make sure that we could move forward with flexibility and being new. Um, and that's the reason I mentioned that I was new, mm-hmm. but them seeing that and us being, we were in constant communication because then I also understand when you feel like you're in the dark, mm-hmm. it breeds anxiety. So I've definitely been, um, been mindful to be communicative first to my immediate staff as much as possible, but also to the, the departments that I touch, but other, the other areas of the d- district that I touch to make sure that I communicate clearly okay. that I communicate a little bit more often to put people's mind at ease, but then to um we also have an, another um young mom well, mom of a young child in the business office so all mm-hmm. the the clerical staff because that's what falls under my realm so the clerical mm-hmm. staff who had child care issues because of this hybrid learning we worked it mm-hmm. out so that as long as they can do the bulk of their job remotely just being flexible enough to allow them um it i think most of them are two days a week to work from that's home good. and then just being open to those conversations mm-hmm. if you can um for those mm-hmm. staff members who cannot work remotely like our bus drivers our cafeteria staff mm-hmm. making sure they understood that the ffcra leave was in place for them so mm-hmm. listen you gotta do what you do have to do to take care of your family so here's mm-hmm. the, this leave is here in place so if you have to take it this is what you can do so you can take care of your child mm-hmm. um because that's important, but speaking to the business office communication, but also making sure they, they saw me try to 
to do everything I could to allow for flexibility. So then when I had to ask them to change how they operate certain things, because a couple of the ladies have been there for decades, um, I let them know, like, this, we need to do it this way because as long as I can show the superintendent, the interim superintendent and the board that we're getting things done, mm-hmm. they will most likely give me the flexibility to for us to work together, like, right. to work this out so that everybody's taking care of not just childcare issues, whether it be mental issues or taking care of a sick parent, death in the family, that we can yep. work it out as long as we have flexibility. And if I can show them that we're accountable and we're getting it done, and it's worked. Wow, that's really good. I mean, and this is why I love it, because this is why I had you on, because I knew it. I knew it was had this right here. This is, <laughs> this is awesome. So uh, I had a couple more questions real quick. I know we're getting a little high on time, but it's fine. This is good stuff. I'm all um, good. Um, so, so I, I want to... Um, go into like what you said about i guess you know your, your staff here and, and and so like you know with staff um just curious why do you think family friendly policies are important you know just not to to just retain but also to attract staff both are vitally important for employers regardless of what area this is we're talking about education because the fact of the matter is in this time that we're in people are valuing time more and people especially in light of the pandemic for the most part are you know recognizing what's important in family family and your relationships and your personal um foundation that is critically important so people have to be able to tend to that and take care of that and take care of themselves and their family so then for employers if you don't have family-friendly policies, you are definitely going to lose your valuable staff members because we all go through things or have uh, times when we have to pay a little bit more attention to our, our family, no matter what that is. And also on the on attracting staff, you will not attract the superstars that you want if you do not have family-friendly policies because everybody has mm-hmm. family families and our families are looking different, have different dynamics. For me personally, mm-hmm. um, the, the district where I started off at, like I said before, because I was I was so convinced, even though I'm glad I'm wrong, that I could not be the mother I wanted to be and be number one. Mm-hmm. I would have stayed and would have been happy being number two, number three, if they had maintained family-friendly policies, to your point, because I always said, because I had a long commute, um, 75 miles one way, and what I mm-hmm. always said to people is, you know, if, by the time I have kids, if there's flexibility for me able to do what I need to do, then I'll stay. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, you know, things weren't flexible. Unfortunately, things actually got uncomfortable. And I say fortunately because I wound up leaving and going to my first, you know, number one spot Mm -hmm. because of that discomfort, which is what I was meant to do. So, Mm -hmm. but in that sense, I know I wasn't asset to where I was and, you know, I was lost because of it, but where I went, where my first district was extremely, extremely supportive. Actually, when I started, Mm -hmm. they hired me just coming off of maternity leave. So they Mm -hmm. recognized that I had an infant doing this job, but my superintendent, also a woman, her kids were grown, but remembered the struggles of being a mom. Mm -hmm. My staff was supportive. My superintendent was supportive to the point where one morning um, my daughter didn't start off in um, in daycare. But at one point I put her in daycare close to the job part time mm-hmm. and I didn't feel right one morning about taking her to daycare. And I didn't I couldn't put my finger on why um, why she didn't need to go. And since I couldn't put my finger on it, I decided to go with my gut. And all I did about six o'clock, six thirty in the morning was text my superintendent. Listen, something's up. I need to bring Imani with me on the way in. Okay. I packed my child up, 
got to work on time with my child, but I took her to work with me and worked all day with her there. My superintendent nice. didn't bat an eye. She didn't ask me any questions. Mm -hmm. My staff was supportive. I looked up somebody had even gone to the nurse's office and uh, brought in one of the smaller cots for her to take a nap oh, on because so nice. I, she hung out and I literally worked. I made sure that she wasn't um, more of a distraction than a, a cute little kid can be, but we, everybody still got their work done, but mm -hmm. my child was right there and there were no problems. There were no issues. Nobody looked at me side-eyed. I didn't mm -hmm. hear about it three months later. Awesome. Um, and that's what that looks like. And because of that support, though, I stayed. So when other, and I also was committed to, to the work, but when, mm -hmm. when positions came up closer to my home, because I also commuted 45 minutes at that district, okay. I did not jump. I did not leave because it was invaluable knowing yes. that I had support mm -hmm. for the fact that I was the mother of a young child. However, the district that I went to last year where I currently am on the mm -hmm. interview, because I did feel led to apply and that I would have been crazy not to apply because it was next door to uh, where I live and yeah. a huge pay raise. So during the interview, though, when I interviewed with the board, I was very honest. I put it all out there. Listen, my child is four years old. Um, mm -hmm. I'm committed to doing this job. I believe that I'm the best person for this job. Wow. However, I need you know, the district to understand that I'm a mom first. And they understood that and was very supportive. Was awesome. wow. Current superintendent, because when I was hired, there was an interim. My current superintendent is extremely supportive. She didn't bat an eye when I told her, I told her weeks ago, I'm not sure if this schedule that I've worked out for mm -hmm. um, Imani being half remote is going to work. So I may need to pivot. And she looked at me, she said, whatever you have to do, do what you have to do. Wow. That, I mean, this is, uh, this is the reason why I had you on again. I mean, for, for for the um the women SPOs, the moms out there going through the same thing, just to hear this. This this is really great. So um you know, get, get... can I just add one thing to that? Oh yeah, sure. It just Definitely. dawned on me. Yeah, sure. One sure. thing that I noted when I first started my um mm -hmm. SDBO program, so we started in 20, 2009, was this. It was very drastic to me and very noticeable that the only women I saw in this field as assistant superintendents for business, they were the only women I saw were women whose kids were grown. Mm. I did not see mm. any women at the top wow. who had young children or even lot. teenagers. The few who who may have had teenagers, the they were like, going in. yes, honestly, <laughs> that's what. It, and, and but I I say that because it just that just dawned on me because I took note of it when we started when I started out on this path. Okay. But then, but now the landscape has changed and it's changing and it's not that it's so drastic now, but it, it's changing and it's evolving. So to the point of your question, it's vitally important because if districts want the best talent and not that women right. can only be the star players, but you have to be supportive so that you can have the mm -hmm. best that you can get for your district. Wow. That's big. That's big. Wow. I, I mean, I'm almost speechless here, but I mean, you really have given a lot of great content here on this podcast. Um, so I want to, I guess, wrap up with the last question. I always offer the question out there, you know, so folks can get advice, right? So, you know, here, what advice you think you can give to maybe younger SBOs um, who who want to have a more or young or maybe young like us and we're not old either, right? Just to want right. to have that more balanced home and professional life. You know, what, what kind of advice would you tell them? Um, delegate. That's one of the best pieces of advice okay. um, that was given to me professionally. Um, but then on the personal side, don't be afraid to ask for help because I grew up being very independent, um, used to like doing things myself, multitasking, all that wonderful stuff. Don't be, don't be too prideful or, um, I won't say ashamed, but ask for help. 
um, whatever that help looks like for you. So for me, I needed, that's why I got a life coach and shout out to Dr. J life coaching. Mm -hmm. And I say that because that is a, that is, has been, I should say a game changer for me in terms of back to my point of being the best I could be, but back to the advice, ask for help and delegate at work. Um, and get that support where you can because you and you have to take care of yourself you have to take mm-hmm. care of yourself no matter what age no matter what stage do not forget to take time out to take care of yourself mentally physically and spiritually well Sharifa well thank you sister I really appreciate you coming on again and, and dropping all this uh, here for everybody to listen to and uh, so I guess with that I'm gonna go ahead and sign off and say everybody you know again if you do have questions or you want content that's been explained, you want to hear more information, I do have an email, svoperspectives at gmail.com. Um, but outside of that, looking forward to you know the next week and the next week and each week bring you more great content. So this is Jack Mitchell, SVO Perspectives, signing off. Thank you.